welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary on this Monday. Thank you very much for tuning in today. My name is Peter Klein. You can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. You can email the show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Coming up on this show, we look at the Calgary Flames' loss over the weekend against the Colorado Avalanche, and we get into the big topics of the weekend in the NFL. Um, This is going to be the stuff from Sunday. If you want some stuff from Thursday, we have the Instant Reaction podcasts that are up right now. Um, As always, like this video, subscribe to the channel, rate, review, and subscribe when you are listening to the podcast. And without any further ado, let's get into it and talk some Calgary Flames. All right, um, the Calgary Flames fell to the Colorado Avalanche last, uh, over the weekend. And I, I went on Game Over um, chatting about it, but I instead of just doing like a blow-by-blow, blow, I, I do just want to kind of go over some of the big points from this game again because this was a very tricky one to, to really break down because for the, the first period, the Flames were just buried, right? Like they, they had nothing going on. Um, but then second and third period, out they came. But second and third period against a team that had just played a back-to-back and played all of their stars... It's tough to get a real read on it. And yes, Calgary played a back-to-back as well, a wild game against the Dallas Stars, and they had quite a bit of travel. So it's kind of one of those ones where you just kind of throw up your hands when you're looking to, to analyze it. It's like, I don't, I just don't know what to make of it. Um, they are playing better. There is no question they are playing better. But I do think that there are some negatives that you have to take from this game. One is the play of Dan Vladar. He just simply wasn't good enough, and I would, I don't think I'd be off base in saying he cost them that game on Saturday night. That, that Those were a couple of really, really bad goals that you just need your guy to stop. Um, and for the Flames, like they can't just afford to just get Markstrom wins. They need Vladar to step up in big-time ways and have this team have a chance of making the playoffs. And he just hasn't this season. It's been a couple of games where it feels like he's kind of cost them. And this was, I think, certainly one of them. That This was not a strong performance. Those are goals that went in on him that you just cannot have. You just can't have that when you're going to be battling for a playoff spot. Now, there are Flames fans who would not want them to battle for a playoff spot, but that I, I feel like that's going to be the direction this team wants to go anyway. Um, so while Dan Vladar is here and on the Flames, he is going to be asked to win games, and he didn't. That was, that was thing number one. The other note, the power play is abysmal. Um, and th- this is, uh, I think, it, it was a problem last year. It's a problem this year. And the main thing is, like, I, I don't think it's... I, I think part of it is a talent issue. They're just not getting into the zone. And like once they're getting into the, into the zone, things are getting a little bit better, but they can't get in there. They lose the faceoff, it gets sent down, and then they spend the next minute and a half trying to get back set up, and it leads to just one kind of muffin shot from the blue line, and that's that. This power play is dreadful, and it is not building momentum in any way, shape, or form. It is killing momentum. But it, it, it's not, like... <clears throat> The, the, the main issue with it is they just don't have the puck to get set up because they can't get into the offensive zone. They need to figure out those entries. That's where I think Connor Zari has been kind of a, a big force for this team and someone who can really help them grow. But yeah, they, they, they I think they need to get him back um, and rolling on this power play. But it, it was, it was kind of soul crushing to see what that power play turned into on Saturday and uh, was a, a real downer, I think, for the Flames. Otherwise, like, 
it wasn't a blowaway performance, but you're not going to have a lot of those here in the next month because this schedule is disastrous. The next six games for the Flames are all at home, but they're all against very, very good teams. I said on Game Over, if you can come out of this one at six points, six points in these next six games, you are feeling A-OK -okay because the schedule is brutal. And th this is going to tell Craig Conroy a lot about what this team is going into a very important trade season for this group. So th those are just a, a cup, not super in-depth here today, but just a couple quick thoughts on the Calgary Flames. Let's get to the football story from the week. In the NFL, um, a change has been made today as the Carolina Panthers have fired Frank Reich. I think Frank Reich is a pretty good coach. I can understand Carolina wanting to make a change. This seems like it could end in a disaster for Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. I don't know who you're getting that's a better offensive coach than Frank Reich. And to suggest that the problems this season are coaching-based is an unbelievable amount of whistling, whistling past the graveyard. This is a bad football team. This is a poorly constructed bad football team. Very little talent around Bryce Young. Now, do I think Bryce Young is it, looking at how he's played this year? No. It would take a lot of growth for him to get to being that guy. But they have done him no favors. This offensive line is terrible. The receivers around him, uh, ditto. There's no weapons to speak of, and then the defense goes out and gives up 30 points a game. There is nothing on this football team that screams they should be doing better, aside from they went out and got the first overall pick and drafted a quarterback with that. I, I don't see how this is the coach's fault. I really don't. And now it, it feels like already you are throwing this kid, this Bryce Young, into an unstable situation. He's now going to have three coaches in two years because I can't imagine that their replacement is going to be now, um, is going to be the one they find now. So it, it's going to be an interim now and then the real guy next year. So that's three coaches in two years. And again, the roster is going to be bad. There needs to be a real commitment on the offensive side of the football to helping this kid out. And that doesn't include firing Frank Reich 11 games into the season. That's just not ever the way to, to go about this, I don't think. Like, 1 in 10, it, it's tough to defend, right? Like, it, it is. But you, you look at this team, and it's just bad. And to say that it's the coach's fault is real, real tough. To, to really describe. So that's what's going on with the Carolina Panthers. Other notes from the NFL this week. Um, another massive disappointing loss for the LA Chargers. On Sunday Night Football, they lose to the Baltimore Ravens. And yes, the, the Ravens are a team who I have ranked highly in the power rankings and are a team that I, I think quite highly of. They did not play a good football game Sunday night. The, the Chargers seem to bring out the worst in teams, but still lose to them. That was a game that was right there for the LA Chargers. If they wanted to try to salvage their season, that was it. And that's the performance they put up. This coach should be fired. And I get like, it's it's really tough to, to talk about someone losing their job. Um, but just last week on 960, someone texted in saying I should be fired again. So I don't know. Feels like I get to. Um, it's it's just bad. Like, it's awful. Like, that, that that is a dreadful performance from a team that's supposed to be talented. Like, I still think this is a talented football team. A, Herbert has to show it. Like, I'm, I I know the coach, it seems like sucks. And I know people get hurt around you every year. You gotta make some plays, man. Like, you just, you have to make some plays. That this is, these are the things that you are judged on. And for whatever reason, he's the only one not judged on them. 
So he has to step up. The coach has to be gone. Like, this is just a wasted year for the LA Chargers. For Baltimore, like, that was an ugly one. Um, it needs to be better. No question it needs to be better. But you can say that about most teams in the NFL this season. I just want to say, like, that there have been some down-to-the-wire games, and we had maybe the game of the year this week with Philadelphia against Buffalo. This has been a bad year. This has been a bad year in the NFL. There are a ton of bad quarterbacks. There's a lot of bonehead coaching decisions that are being made. There's a lot of ugly, gross, disgusting football games that are happening each and every week. This has been a bad year, talent-wise, in the NFL. Now on to the game of the year. Um, the Eagles taking on the Buffalo Bills. Another tight win for the Eagles, but another big win. They had a really difficult stretch of games here, and it continues next week with a matchup against the San Francisco 49ers. And yeah, they're not winning 45-20 every week, but they're playing the best teams in the league, and they are coming out on top. That is really impressive. Like, this was a playoff-type run going Dallas, Kansas City, and Buffalo, and it's win, win, win. Not always pretty. Not always pretty, but against, like, Baltimore losing to the LA Chargers, ugly. You can say, you know what, need to be better. When you are losing Philadelphia, or when you are beating, sorry, when you are beating Dallas, Kansas City, and Buffalo, you're allowed to win ugly. You're allowed to have the games be extremely close against the best teams in the league. That's allowed to happen. So good on the Eagles for, for doing that. Another huge one this week against San Francisco. And another real bad one for Buffalo. I know it's been said to death. How do you have two timeouts? Use one of them to ice the kicker and then take a knee with 20 seconds left when you're Buffalo and you saw what can happen in 13 seconds against you a couple of years ago in that AFC divisional round matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that this team, and now here I am calling for someone to be fired again. I think this team has reached their peak under Sean McDermott. I think there needs to be another voice that comes in and tries to elevate this team over the hump. Now, you're not just going to get a random offensive coordinator from the SEC X to come in and, okay, well, let's see if this works. The, the next coaching hiring would need to be an absolute home run because this is a quarterback and this is still a team that has the potential of reaching the Super Bowl. But this year, they're not even going to reach the playoffs, I don't think. Like, it's it's a tough schedule, and they are behind. So that, that makes it very difficult for me to see this Bills team making the playoffs. The, the roster is incomplete. Like, I, I do think they needed to get another weapon, and they needed to help out a banged-up defense, but um, I, I still don't think that McDermott is the guy to lead this team forward. Kansas City Chiefs with a win over the Vegas Raiders. Normally wouldn't talk about that. It's a, a win over what I consider a bad team, but we have been on this Kansas City offense for weeks about how much of a struggle it is for this team to put up points. And against the Vegas team, who again, I don't think is very good, but again, have been keeping games close and have been really grinding some of these games out to go out and just put a stamp on that game in the second half is a really impressive feat for Patrick Mahomes in this offense to do. So good on the Chiefs for finally finding that accelerator this season. Uh, we also, the Broncos against the Browns. Like, we go into this game saying, oh man, like Broncos, Browns, like yeah, Cleveland doesn't really have the quarterback and then the quarterback gets hurt. Um, it's, this is going to be an ugly game. And then Denver wins an ugly game. It's, oh my God, look at the Broncos. Like, no, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this from the Broncos. I'm sorry. It was Cleveland that you beat. And I get Cleveland is high up. And again, we're in a year where all these teams are bad. So you're the best of a bad bunch. And it's better than people thought it was going to be. But the Kansas City Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Chargers are all looking at this situation and going, please buy this. 
please buy these results if you're the Denver Broncos. Because it's just not real. This is not a good football team. They're winning. They, they've won five in a row, which in the NFL, congratulations. Like, that, that is a difficult feat to do. But you're not beating anybody. You, you beat Kansas City when Patrick Mahomes was sick. Cleveland's not a team. Cleveland, it's their third string quarterback that they're bringing in. And you beat them. Cool. Great. Good for you. I'm just not buying it from the Broncos. Tough loss from the Texans, but I think that's one that you can learn from. Um, like th That is a, a game that you go back and study and you come back better in next year. The, the Houston Texans are for real, I think. like I, I am buying more Texan stock even off of a loss than I am Bronco stock coming off of a win. Um, but for the Jags, like, that's a good get back on track. Like, yeah, we are, we are this good. We are better than them. We are the top team in this division. That was a, a good win to kind of establish all of those things. It really is clear how bad the offense got in Pittsburgh that they put up 16 points this week and everyone's like new dynamic offense watch the fuck out I th this Steelers offense it was like th they were pushing the ball downfield more yes unsuccessfully and weren't able to finish drives but the offense still looked better I'm not going to, to uh, all of a sudden, well, watch out Baltimore watch out Kansas City watch out Philadelphia here come the Steelers we're not there but it like it, it was a better showing. I'm being sarcastic. It was a better showing. Still not a great offense. Like it's just it's just not a great offense. Um, and last one, selfishly for us, that was a tough loss for our Tampa Bay Bucks uh, division win. They they had it right there. Gardner Minshew, or sorry, not Gardner Minshew. Baker Mayfield gets banged up in this game and allows the the Colts to come away with a victory. Uh, we had that one as a pick, and that was um. That, that was right there, because New Orleans loses to Atlanta, so Tampa Bay had a shot to be right there, tied for that division lead, and it just didn't happen. So that, that one, it may not happen for us this year. I'm, I'm realizing now that that Tampa Bay pick may not have been the right one. Uh, all right, on that note, let's get into today's ticket. All right, we have four games on the ticket today. We're going to start in the association. New Orleans Pelicans, minus five and a half against Utah. I think the Pels are starting to, to come around, and I don't think the Jazz are very good. So, um, New Orleans, minus five and a half. I have the Capitals, minus a goal and a half against the San Jose Sharks. That is an evergreen uh, bet. Whoever San Jose is playing for the next little while, we are going to take the opposition, uh, minus one and a half. Uh, Vegas taking on the Calgary Flames tonight. Like I said, like I wasn't overly impressed with that showing from the Flames against Vegas. So I, I think, the, or sorry, against Colorado. I think Vegas comes in here and kind of cleans Calgary's clock. I, I have Vegas minus a goal and a half. And we keep another chalky ticket going with Boston minus one and a half against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that is the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, if you are looking for some wrestling talk, because it was a big weekend in the world of professional wrestling, um, may I guide you to twitch.tv slash primetimepk, where I was earlier today talking about the CM Punk news. Um, we'll see if I, I might turn that into a, a bit of like a live chat audio thing uh, a little bit later on here. Um, but big news in wrestling. CM Punk is back in WWE, and we will go uh, we we kind of break it down. Who could be next? Who's next for a number of other people coming out of Survivor Series? Coming up on Friday, I'm going to do WrestleMania plans uh, for Fights in Football Friday as we are on the road to the Royal Rumble, which leads us to the road to WrestleMania. Uh, coming up tomorrow, going to look at the waiver wire again for fantasy football, the stupid good fantasy football team, and going to look at each team in the NFL's best win this season because a, a lot of the discussion is, oh, yeah, but who have they beat? Oh, yeah, well, who have they beat? Well, there's three good teams this year, so... Maybe not one of them. 
Um, so it's, it's a tricky discussion that we're going to have, but we're going to go through each team and see what their best win was. On Wednesday, um, going to we're going to have a Four Nations Cup, apparently, in the hockey world, so we're going to build Team Canada's roster for that. And then it's Power Rankings Day coming up on Thursday. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Again, rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. Find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I am at PrimetimeKline, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK. And you can email this show, CouchPotatoDiary at Yahoo.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to y'all later. I'm out.